Welcome to Vanderpump Robs, a podcast about Vanderpump rules and so much more. I'm Rob Schulte, and today, one of my highest downloaded episode guests is back, Molly Schwartz. Molly, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Rob. I'm so happy to be here. It's been a minute since we've done this podcast, and so much has happened, and it's hard to say when we need to call an emergency summit of Vanderbilt rules to talk again. And I think some stuff has happened where I was like, we got to, we got to talk. I'm like, Molly, I know you're on vacation. We need to talk Vanderpump rules. Uh, How are you? How has Vanderpump been treating you? What's going on? I have to say, I think the cast of Vanderpump has been more active in this break between season nine and 10 than they have for like the past two to three seasons. And also, Rob, you are right that I'm on vacation with my family. But if you think that I am not reading Vanderpump News, you are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A lot happening. And just and it's I feel like it's expanded beyond the world of Vanderpump, both the intersections between different Bravo shows, but also making like mainstream Hollywood news with the Randall Emmett. Uh, article in LA Times. It's just been so much really meaty stuff. A lot of drama. (laughs) So much drama. And I'm just going to say right now to the audience, peek behind the curtain, Molly and I will be talking about some more Randall issues in the future because uh, we've got some stuff in store for you. Anywho, today I made this phone call to you. I said, drop everything because... It just felt like there was so much news about Raquel coming out, and we'll get to that. But I had to call this this meeting of the minds because you usually don't see one cast member having this news story, then this news story, then this news story. There's usually like an amalgam. But uh, before we get to some of the more Raquel specifics, uh, drama, tabloid, page six, whatnots, Is there anything you're hoping for or thinking might happen in season 10? Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of newly single cast members, like a huge change. So Katie Maloney and Schwartz have split, um, as have Raquel and James, obviously, and also Lala and Randall Emmett. So I just think that we're going to see more dynamics. Yeah. I mean, those are three huge splits that we've seen in the last since the last season. And um, so I'm curious to see what the new interpersonal dynamics are between everybody. I'm really curious to follow people on their journeys. I feel like all of a sudden we've reached this stage where I think a lot of people were complaining because the Vanderpump cast had kind of hit this new level of stability where all of a sudden everybody was kind of in relationships. People were starting families. They were buying houses. And quite frankly... It was getting a little boring sometimes. And it, yes. <laughs> and it almost felt like we were running on the fumes of the old Vanderpump drama. But I feel like literally within the last year, um, we're going to get back to some of the things that originally made the show good. So, I am I mean, totally. maybe it's a, a little dark that, you know, whenever there's mm-hmm. tension or hardship happening, people are a little more interested. But such is the nature of storytelling since the beginning of time. Um, so absolutely, I'm very curious to check in on the newly single cast members. And also, I mean, Sheena and Brock got married. Like, I'm, I'm curious to hear get back with everyone. I'm right there with you, Molly. I think that 
you know, obviously there's some schadenfreude of uh, seeing people arguing and frustrated and going through the ups and downs of life. But there's also, let's say, the lull of season nine, you know, Obviously, everyone's trying to figure out how do we film? How do we do things safe through the pandemic? How do we, I don't want to say manufacture storylines, but how do we make a TV show when we can't do what we used to do during this time period? And I think they did a decent job. You know, the Rachella Coachella uh, experience where James proposed, you know, that was fun, but you could tell that it was like, a very like, let's go to this isolated area and make something happen and turn the cameras on. Multiple like pool parties and stuff like that. Just very secure locations. Not as many like outings to Vegas nightclubs and Hawaii trips as we've experienced in the past. Exactly. And that's such a good point that it was also the pandemic. This was literally a yeah. show about a restaurant and the people working there during a pandemic. Um, so definitely they had some things to deal with. I have my own dealings with that I've been thinking about ever since like moving to Los Angeles and, you know, visiting these restaurants. It's it still doesn't feel real mm. in the sense that like, A, I'm going to a restaurant again. B, I'm going to a restaurant that's filmed for a TV show that I ha have some fondness for. Um see like breaking the reality of the reality tv show it's like i almost like don't want to go back because i started this whole podcast with the idea of like i want to talk about what's presented to me on screen mm. and then i met peter and then i did a podcast with peter and then i did some live shows with peter and peter's great and peter does not spoil anything for me but there is this now divide because do I look at all of the articles online and try and weigh that against what I've seen in real life, which isn't much, to be honest. But I am. I'm taking that back step. I'm going to be like, you know what? This is what's being presented to me. This is what I like about the show. And this is the sort of stuff I want to talk about. I can't I can't slow down at this point. Yeah. Do you feel like being in Los Angeles and being kind of in the mix has that changed the way that you watch the show? Slightly, because if I ever go to a restaurant in, let's say, West Hollywood or near West Hollywood, and the topic comes up, right? Everyone has something to say about, you know, working actors, actors, models, things like that. And if they're actually a server or if they're doing it just for the TV show... And quite frankly, the conversations are fun. It's nice to have something to talk about that's not the weather, let's say, but or traffic. But like at the end of the day, I don't care. You know, yeah. I don't care like how real it is or not. Like right. you said at the beginning of this episode, uh, since the beginning of time, we like to see people's peaks and troughs, as it were. Yeah, see um, them go through life. I actually read there was yeah. some quote from Lisa Vanderpump, who I have to say... She's an eloquent woman. 
she she knows her way around words. And I think she said something like this set of people has been so emotionally raw since the beginning. They have been filming for so long. They're comfortable sharing things about their kind of innermost feelings. And she was like, we've seen them go through and process in real time some very dramatic moments. And she thinks it'll be very interesting for people to watch on season 10. I'm going to have to agree, especially with, you know, they're not immune to criticisms of pandemic ridden seasons and they're not immune to like cast members who've been fired or quit which plug for an article molly wrote for mother jones go google that uh it's a great read everyone um they know that they're not gonna always retain the viewership but i think wonder how much that informs the thought process of starting a new season and with that i think we should recap some of this uh, recent raquel related news yes do you prefer your podcast to have solo narrators to two people telling private jokes are you looking for a podcast that is about true crimes and unsolved mysteries and not, I repeat, not two friends hanging out and rambling about nonsense? Do you like podcasts that stay on topic 100% of the time? If you answered yes to these questions and reenacted an unsolved mysteries podcast, it's not for you or the folks that left us those one-star reviews. We are just two pals who love the 1990s show Unsolved Mysteries and have no interest in actually solving mysteries from the episodes we watch and recap. Come get spooked with me, Robert. And my friend and relatively normal woman, Crystal, every two weeks as we talk stack, ghosts, UFOs, food, and occasionally crime on Reenacted and Unsolved Mysteries Podcast. As of this recording, the most recent news is that Raquel was spotted allegedly on a date with Garcelle's son, Oliver, who happens to be married. But if we take, like, Weeks and weeks steps back here, there have been, ever since the season nine reunion where James and Raquel broke up, devastating to see on camera, um, there has now since been a Raquel's going to have her summer, the summer of Raquel, as it were, and there were rumors that she was on a date with Nima from Shaza Sunset Peter, apparently, uh, I don't know if he's calling it a date, but they were spotted together having, like, I've seen the blind items, and he spoke about hanging out with her on a couple of Spotify lives. I mean, that felt like that was enough for some good storylines. Just those two people. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're both single adults. I think a Peter and Raquel seeing, exploring a relationship would be a perfectly fine talking point on this new season yes i totally agree i know but so first of all my hot take yes is that peter has always been the most eligible bachelor on vanderpump it just seems like he has his act together such a sweet guy anytime we get a peter scene i'm happy for it um so thinking about the two of them linked is exciting i also think it's funny because james was single at the same time that raquel was single Everyone was so much more interested, I think, in seeing Raquel's storyline, partly because it felt like from what we saw, she had to deal with a lot 
dating James. Yeah. Um, and also, I feel like we, as viewers, saw her grow into herself, become more confident. And she had started as someone who everybody just felt fine picking on. And some yes. people who I would say are fairly popular, like have a big following, she was their punching bag. And so to feel like she had this triumphant arc, I don't know if we would call it, so go so far as to say it's like Raquel's revenge, but I think everybody just wanted her to have fun, be single, you know, go out and enjoy life in LA as a young and single person. And it seems like that's exactly what she's doing. I totally agree. And I also, just to touch on the James side of things, like, seems like James moved on relatively quick, has a, a new stable, well, quote, uh, <laughs> stable girlfriend and i know nothing of but he hasn't been dating around he dated someone else and they seem to be in a committed relationship together james also i mean speculate all you want on if he's drinking not drinking whatever but he had committed to not drinking at the last season and he had such a positive i hate to call it a positive edit but like he wasn't up to the shenanigans for the most part, that he had been in previous seasons. So it felt like we, as an audience, got the James turn. Yeah. And so seeing this Raquel, the potential of Raquel evolution. Raquel evolution? uh, (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag. Um, Is something that we like are almost salivating at to see on screen. You know, we're like, oh my God, how could this play out? But it didn't stop with Peter. It surely didn't. It surely didn't. (laughs) She's been tied to so many people. I know. I mean, actually, one comment about the James thing with the relationship. First of all, Raquel, even though both I feel like have tried to be very kind about each other in the press, she did make some comments on a podcast saying, that basically she's like, I'm judging you if you're in a relationship less than a month after breaking off an engagement. So apparently it was very fast. Also, Mm -hmm. something I think is funny is I think for a lot of people, we do think that the best revenge after getting out of a relationship is seeming like you're living well and potentially getting into some new relationship where it seems like, you know, you're happy in, in a committed relationship again. But I feel like in the world of reality television, what Raquel has shown us is in some ways the best revenge is being amidst all the drama and getting all the headlines and having people make yep. memes saying like Raquel is single-handedly getting Vanderpump a season 10. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't have said it better because there is this like, okay, so coming up, I will be having an episode with uh, uh, someone from a Bachelor podcast who's kind of, he's, he's, a, he's a scholar. He's, he's done media studies. Love and it. when I did my panel at BugCon, which you can see the video of behind the paywall at the Vanderpump Rob's Patreon, Ooh. he had a whole segment about transference and jacks. And I think he wants to do an episode quote, in defense of Jax, not defending necessarily Jax's actions, but his position on the show. Because for so long, the things he did, like him or not, kept people watching all over these United States. Yes. Um, and seeing that finally transfer to someone else, yes. to a character we kind of 
we're rooting for. Yeah. You don't root for Jax. No, usually like, not. You, <laughs> usually but not. But you want to root for Raquel. Yeah. You know? A hundred percent. I will definitely be listening to that episode because it sounds fascinating. Want to hear the rest of this episode? Well, head on over to the Vanderpump Robs Patreon at patreon.com slash Vanderpump Robs. Over there, not only will you get full-length and ad-free episodes, you can join me for at least one live watch-along per month. You're going to get access to my Patreon-exclusive Discord server to chat all things Bravo. You can join me for a live Q&A. You can even get virtual access to my question submission box for the chance to have your question answered live on the pod. Thanks for your support over the years. It's the only way I can keep this podcast alive, and I really, really appreciate it. So once again, head to patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs or click the link in the show notes to hear this whole episode and get all of that bonus content.